for great-looking T-shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts. The TNT Shop is now open at tntradio.live. You're listening to The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Okay, the Epstein documents are out, right? No, they're really not. Okay, let, let's not get overexcited here. Yes, some deposition transcripts were released yesterday, but let me remind you, a deposition is sworn testimony by someone on the other side in a civil lawsuit. And the burden of proof is simply preponderance of the evidence, which means more likely than not, it's not the more stringent burden of proof that the state carries of beyond a reasonable doubt that they need to carry in order to obtain a criminal conviction. But it's still just one person's sworn testimony. And let's face it, how many times a day is perjury committed under oath in this country? I would hazard a guess and say dozens. Between police testifying in traffic court, between people lying in federal court. And really, if you think about it, it's not a bad crime to commit. Because unless they've got you dead to rights, like Michael Cohen, it's pretty hard to prove that you perjure yourself. And deponents and witnesses typically couch their language in wiggle words, weasel words. And they say, to the best of my recollection, that is correct. Or as I currently understand it, or as I understood it at the time. So let's not get too excited. Also, really, what have we learned? We all knew that Bill Clinton didn't just have a business relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. But did we know it to be able to prove it in court? No, you have to have evidence. You've got to have the receipts. But Timbo, the photographs, yes, but guess what? There were photographs of President Trump with Jeffrey Epstein. Trump knew him. Trump is interviewed, and he knew him to the extent that he knew that Jeffrey liked his women young. Trump was even in a Vanity Fair article quoted to that effect about 20 years ago. But the fact that Trump wasn't mentioned and Jimmy Kimmel was... Yeah, that's a little bit delicious. After getting on his pompous high horse and threatening to sue Aaron Rodgers, oh, looks like Jimmy was more involved than he wants us to think he was. It is a good day. But again, don't get too overexcited because the Department of Justice still has Jeffrey Epstein's black book. And that's the treasure trove. That is the Holy Grail. That is the document or series of documents that we need released. Why is DOJ holding on to that? We all know why. Look, Jeffrey Epstein was the protege of Les Wexner, the founder of the limited and Victoria's Secret. The question no one's asking today is why hasn't Ohio State removed Les Wexner's name from all the buildings that were built with his dirty money? Dig into Les Wexner. It is a dark and twisty and depraved rabbit hole. Find out what that Victoria's Secret television show was really all about. You know, the one where they had the, the angel models on the runway 
and they always capped it off with the million dollar bra that was jewel encrusted and one of one of a kind every year find out what that fashion show was really all about and you'll begin to understand just how dark and depraved this entire sordid affair really is where did jeffrey epstein's multi-million dollar mansion on the upper east side of manhattan come from why les wexner who reportedly sold it to jeffrey for a dollar who does that and there's also chatter that wexner was involved with Mossad and possibly cia we know that jelaine maxwell's father robert was involved with MI6 in allegedly Mossad. Is it too far a stretch to think that Jeffrey was involved with Mossad and CIA? I don't think that that's speculation. I think that that's more probable than not. I think the preponderance of the evidence would show that that is true. Just look at what happened in Boston and DC over the weekend, a honey trap was uncovered a sex ring that was being used for what for blackmail never ever 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 forget that our fbi under j edgar call me mary when you see me at a party dressed as a woman hoover stole that little trick from the mafia get a guy into a honey trap rent the room next door and install a two-way mirror and run a camera while you've got him in flagrante delicious with a woman not his wife government does that every day where'd they learn that little trick yeah you can thank al capone that's where they picked that little trick up and they've been doing it how do you think jay edgar stayed in office through what was it six presidencies let's see roosevelt truman eisenhower Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon. Yeah, six presidencies. Until he formed the agency or the bureau in the 1930s until his death during Nixon's first term. How was he able to hold on to that job? Because he had a dossier, not only on every president, on everybody in DC. He was a little spy master. He was a perverted little peeping Tom that collected blackmail on everybody. I guarantee I've got a dossier in the FBI archives because I've dared to express my First Amendment right peaceably to assemble, to petition the government for regress, address of grievances, and most egregious of all, for exercising my right to free speech. We need more clarity. We need that document or series of documents known as Epstein's Black Book to come out. And we need it now, not later. We need it now. I'm Timothy Shea. This is The Reckoning. Why not give today's news talk TNT a follow? We're on all the major social platforms, including Facebook, X, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's news talk. TNT. Talk that matters. For once, we just need to do what's best for this damn country and not what's best for the world. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
This week, the founder of popular athletic apparel retailer, Lululemon, publicly criticized the, quote, whole diversity and inclusion thing and expressed his dismay over the company's use of what he referred to as, quote unquote, unhealthy people in its advertisements. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT News producer, Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Timothy. Uh, yeah, I like this story as uh, someone who comes from the marketing and business world. This kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, my goodness, people are coming back to their senses again. Well, at least Canadian billionaire Chip Wilson is. Uh, he is the one who founded Limon back in 1998, and has, he served as CEO of the firm in two, until 2007. Um, and he made some comments pointing out the, the stark realities of uh, what you know, he thinks about DI, DEI and all that stuff um, and its place in business. Um, and he said some pretty obvious, sensible things. Uh, this was during an interview for Forbes, and it was published this week, I believe on Tuesday, January 2nd. Um, here's what he said. He says that the problem with uh, his his company there, the retailer Lululemon, has, is trying to, quote, become like the gap, everything to everybody, end quote. And then he said... Uh, the obvious, and this is brilliant. Uh, he says, quote, I think the definition of a brand is that you're not everything to everybody. You've got to be clear that you don't want certain customers coming in, end quote. Ah, this is starting to make sense, especially since you're an athletic apparel company. Uh, the businessman later took aim at the Canadian headquartered company's marketing campaigns, some of which he said feature, quoting here, unhealthy and sickly individuals and that they are ultimately quote not inspirational end quote a lululemon spokesperson told the new york post quote chip wilson does not speak for lululemon and his comments do not reflect our company views or beliefs end quote oh okay so we, we've got a problem here, apparently. Uh, well, the spokesperson of the company said, quote, we have made considerable progress since launching our inclusion, diversity, equity, and action function, IDEA, I-D-E-A. Wish I was kidding. Quote, and we are proud of the goals we have achieved, end quote. Where do they come up with this stuff? Um, <laughs> Mr. Wilson stepped down as chairman of the board of Lulimon in 2013 following comments he made regarding women's bodies after some consumers complained about the quality and fit of the various clothing items, in particular a pilling issue. Um, addressing the complaints during an interview with Bloomberg at the time, the businessman explained there, quote, there has always been pilling, end quote, or, or this might be piling. I'm pretty sure it's pilling, uh, and that Lululemon yoga pants, quote, don't work for some women's bodies, end quote. Ooh, yeah, that one got him in a little bit of trouble. Uh, he said, quote, the thing is that women will wear seat belts that don't work, or they'll wear a purse that doesn't work, or quite frankly, some women's bodies just don't actually work for it, Lululemon yoga pants. It's really about the rubbing through the thighs, how much pressure is there over a period of time, how much they use it, end quote. During that same interview, Mr. Wilson went on to explain that Lululemon yoga pants were designed for athletics, but that market research had shown many customers were purchasing the items 
quote, two to four sizes smaller than necessary, end quote, with the aim of body shaping. He explained, quote, the pants still looked great, but there was more stress being placed on the fabric and seams than what we'd originally designed it for. If enough stress is placed on any object, fractures can occur, end quote. His comments sparked intense backlash, and Mr. Wilson subsequently had to issue a public apology. Despite that, the entrepreneur, quote, lost control of the culture and product development, end quote, at Lulimon, and was, quote, at odds with the board of directors, end quote, and ultimately stepped down. All this is according to his official website. Uh, but it is interesting what he had to say about the concept of being a brand. You you want to stand out and be your own thing. You don't want to be everything uh, all at once to everybody. But what do you think, Timothy? Well, he's absolutely correct. And as you know, as a marketing guy, that every time companies try to go down the all things to all people pathway, the company eventually craters. It's not a strategy. The whole entire purpose of branding, of advertising is to distinguish yourself from the competitor. I really like Chip. He's completely on target. Yoga pants are a privilege, ladies, not a right. Okay? And I'm saying that as somebody that wouldn't be wearing a Speedo at the beach for the same exact reason. Okay? Little bit of reality here. And you're correct, it's pilling. What pilling is is the little pilling up, the little, those little balls you get of fabric uh, that on points of friction, right? So if you've got a sweater, it doesn't have to be a cashmere or a mohair sweater, it could be just a regular wool sweater, you'll end up getting pilling around the sides and on the inside of the arms where the arms rub against the sweater. It's anytime you've got fabric and friction, you're going to have pilling. Well, if you've got a lot of friction, even a fabric like spandex or like whatever the material they make Lululemon yoga pants out of is called, you're going to have pilling. So you can't complain about something that you're causing, okay? And order your correct size. The answer is simple. Lululemon should simply make sizes for women that are engaged in athletics. But Timbo... Obesity is healthy. Morbid obesity is healthy. Oh, really? We've had three, maybe four, but at least three obese models, quote unquote, die of cardiac issues just recently. They were pushed. They were told that they were beautiful, that they were queens. No one loved them enough to tell them that they were doing significant harm to themselves by being so overweight and that they were shortening their lifespan. As a friend of mine put it a few years ago, there are no obese elderly people. Think about it. Think of how many people you know over the age of 80. How many of them are obese? Not many. They don't make it that far. So yes, Lululemon, yoga pants and clothing in general, spandex, is a privilege, not a right. People need to do what they need to do to get into shape. And if you're a larger woman, and look, the average woman in the United States now is 174 pounds. That was recently released. Hey, that's more than I weighed when I was in high school playing basketball at 6'5". If you're overweight and you're working to lose the weight, good on you, good on you. 
but don't complain to the manufacturer of the clothing you're wearing if you're buying clothing that's two sizes too small and it no longer works. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I like what he had to say. Hey, here's what's interesting. Have you noticed this weird trend that it appears that only billionaires, when it comes to people out in the public, are willing to to say the things that all of us normal people, basically the non billionaires, are are saying? Oh, because so everybody they, else they is afraid that, of being canceled and suffering consequences. Right. So they they have nothing to fear because yeah, right. they're like whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah, to Chip me? cashed out. It's called fu money. He's cashed out. He's they're not going to be able to touch him. So he's able to speak his mind. It's unfortunate, Adam. You're exactly correct. It's unfortunate that our society's gotten to the point where the only people that feel comfortable exercising the right to free speech are bomb throwers like you and I and people billionaires like Elon and Chip. Thanks for a great story. Look forward to tomorrow's. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk. TNT Radio's Hervoy Morich. Approximately 650,000 Ukrainian men aged 18 to 60 have left Ukraine for Europe since the start of the war. It's a tough spot. If your country is being invaded, uh, that's one thing, and you're a, a male and a citizen. Um, but you know, if, the war, if it's a globalist war, I, I wouldn't want to participate <laughs> in these banker globalist wars and most of them just uh, are Hervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio TNT Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach we want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? Government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. We don't rock, rock. we talk. talk. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Retired Colonel Mike Ford was commissioned into the regular army as a second lieutenant of infantry upon being graduated from the United States Military Academy at West Point in 1980. Highly decorated during his service, medically retired Colonel Ford has become a contributor to various online publications such as Red State and American Thinker and is now the CEO and managing editor for American Free News Network that can be found at AFNN.us. Ford speaks Russian and Spanish and is a licensed pilot with an instrument rating. I'd like to welcome back to The Reckoning our very good friend, Colonel Mike Ford. 
Hey, thanks, uh, Timothy. Glad to, glad to be here, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. You've got a great article coming out on AFNN.us about what the left is doing. And it's really, it's what they've been doing for over 100 years. And what exactly is that? Well, it's called running out the clock. <laughs> and what they do is they use lawfare, um, regulations, and non-cooperation with subpoenas to uh, to get what they want. And by the time that you're able to... Uh, you're able to uh, to deal with them through the legal system. They've already achieved what they want, and it's too late. And uh, two things I'd like to talk about tonight on on that is uh, is elections and um, and immigration. Sure. How are they kicking the can down the road on immigration? Well, can can I let's do that one last because that's that's the big one. Let, let me knock out the low hanging fruit, the, the elections. If, sure, if that's all right. Um, what they did on uh, this last election, and anybody that doesn't believe that at, at the very least there was a lot of bad juju going on during, during the 2020 election is an idiot. Um, and, but the Democrats are very good at throwing people out of of, of uh, the uh, the counting houses, uh, throwing the observers out, and then by the time you get a uh, a judge to order them back in, well, it's too late. All the all the underhand stuff is. Uh, has has been done um, when we talk about um, subpoenaing ballots and, and and other things of that nature. They delay and uh, get their uh, their their lawyers involved, and by the time you can uh, actually force them, send federal marshals there to force them to cough up the ballots, all of a sudden they've been lost, and they 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 ride this thing out. And then what they do, and this is the part that makes me very angry at the Republican Party. They get the Republicans on, on board with, well, Trump needs to stop talking about the 2020 election. We need to move forward. Well, you can't move forward and win an election unless you can make sure that the balloting is, is righteous, make sure that the vote counting is righteous. And that's what they do. So they run out the clock. What's going on now? We know ballots were stolen. We know that there are ballots that are still still in in uh, in, in government custody. However, the time clock is running out where the, the state laws require them to hold them. And so as soon as that clock runs out and it's very different by state, then they can legally destroy them. And there goes your evidence. Done. They've run out the clock. And basically, there's no proof that the election was stolen. And they've already done that. They've destroyed evidence, USB drives, et cetera, that they didn't have a right to destroy. It's the Hillary's 33,000 email with the bleach bit of the hard drives and the hammers on the Blackberries and all wipe it with the cloth. They do this with impunity because they know they're not going to be held accountable. This is why I, I opened tonight talking about the release of Epstein, the Epstein file. Well, it wasn't. It's not Epstein's black book that was released. It was deposition transcript from a defamation lawsuit in 2016, and we don't know who's in the black book now. All we know are that three names were redacted from that transcript. Everybody thinks that Bill Gates was one of them. We don't know. But yesterday, the big drop was the 32-page report on how they stole the election in the five states of Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Arizona. We've had the evidence for years. Patrick Burns showed it to me in 2021. It's overwhelming. 
It's irrefutable, and yet they deny it even exists. And part of the evidence, Mike, is that they destroyed the evidence. There's literally now no way to be able to tell to recreate the Georgia 2020 election because what they did is they ran, they printed ballots on one set of machines, ran them on an, the another, so there's no way to cross-match and verify because then they destroyed the USB files from one of the sets of machines. They've literally covered their tracks with this digitally, and that by its very nature. You know, you're allowed in court to draw a negative inference over bad behavior. If, a, if a criminal defendant, yeah, if a criminal defendant destroys evidence, the jury is allowed to draw a negative inference over that action. Say that in English, because I understand what you're saying. Some folks aren't getting that. That means that the plaintiff in that case can say, yes, it's it's prima facie evidence. You destroyed it. That means what I am saying is true. That's what it That's amounts right. to. All right. That's basically what it amounts to. Yes. You have to say it in grunt level. I'm not too smart. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Here's the here's here's the worst part of this. And that and what's coming up now is, well, we can always catch these people and punish them. Well, well the but penalties? you can't. You're right. Yeah, statute of limitations is going to talk. There you go. And that's that's where I, I keep talking about running out the clock. And they're very good at that. They get the lawyers, they get them there. And it's and it's and it's always more difficult to to fix something that's already been destroyed. Take an example of uh well of let's let's continue our discussion on, on how they steal elections after the news. You're listening to the reckoning on today's news talk, TNT. Now, TNT Radio News. Let's go. I, I got news for you. Yeah. News. For TNT, this is James O'Neill. The redeployment of Israeli troops away from Gaza is seen as aligning with the United States' longstanding advice for Israel to adopt more targeted military strategies. Ukrainian authorities have detained four people for allegedly recording and sharing videos of Russian airstrikes in the Kiev region. The latest Home Office data reveals a significant increase in the number of illegal immigrants from Turkey arriving in Britain. Newly unsealed court documents have cast former President Bill Clinton in a significant role concerning Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Are you enjoying listening to TNT Radio? Do you think we're doing a good job then please let us know why not leave us a like or a positive review or comment on facebook gab or getter help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's news talk tnt radio mike they also they don't just run out the clock what they also do is have distractions right you know watch my right hand watch my right hand while they're doing something nefarious with their left hand as i said Yesterday's big info drop wasn't the deposition transcript from a 2016 deposition in a defamation lawsuit involving Virginia Giffrey and Jelaine Maxwell. It was the release by Donald Trump of the 32-page report showing all the different ways that they stole the election in the five states I mentioned. And of course, today we've got caucuses coming up in Iowa, so of course, we had to have another school shooting, Mike, with a, yet another mentally ill transgender teenager. Who folks are busily yanking his uh, his uh, his uh, Internet presence down. Already been scrubbed. Yeah. Yep. Already well, we got scrubbed. the receipts. Yeah, we downloaded and screen capped before they could. For once. Yes. Um, here's something 
kind of like a little parallel thought with the uh, the dump of the uh, Epstein information. One of the things that happened with that, not only was it a distraction, but it's been it's been hyped for the past couple of days. Here it comes. Here it comes. This is it. Right. This is it. And basically what you have is, you know, a bucket of warm spit. And uh, and so what that does, not only did it, it serve a distraction purpose, but it also helps the left send this message out there that there was n- never any there there. And so right. now all of a sudden this is going to this is going to go away. So the next time something comes out, nobody even pays attention to it. I've got to say, I think the funniest part of it, although, and you're exactly right, they want people to th- be disappointed and think there was a nothing burger. And it's like, oh, well, I guess it wasn't that big a deal after all. Meanwhile, Ghislaine Maxwell sits in prison, the only person ever convicted of sex trafficking minors to no one. Uh, DOJ has the receipts. The fact that they're covering it up shows that the entire operation was an intelligence community honey trap. Prove me wrong. Sue me and let me get into deposition testimony with you. One of the things that they do. In addition to the distraction, you're exactly right, is cover up and, and try to get you to think it's a nothing burger. But I can't help but feel a little bit of glee that they threw Jimmy Kimmel under the bus. They didn't protect Jimmy. Here he's making getting all loud and proud against Aaron Rodgers, and they didn't reject Jimmy's name, did they? Well, you know, it's all about usefulness. You know, they'll protect you as long as you're useful or if you're not useful enough and they can they can use that throw you under the bus of course they're going to do that democrats right. are democrats are evil there's no two ways about it yeah i'm just jimmy's jimmy's got to be fit to be tied tonight feeling betrayed and i, I can't help but feeling a little schadenfreude over that well i feel the same way i feel the same way it's it's nice and it's not a godly thing to do you know her majesty has i know I, i'm trying to be good you know, but you know sometimes i just can't help myself so i'll I'll uh, go say some prayers or something tonight. That's right. We always, well, you see, that's where I have the benefit. I can, I can go in for, for a quick rinse this well, weekend. Yeah, there you go. So uh, no, seriously though. And, 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 you know, look, we are called to pray for our enemies. I pray for Pope Francis. I pray that he starts upholding the tenets of the Catholic church. I pray that he has a change of heart and stop acting like the globalist that he by all evidence is so i pray for him but you know that's what my prayer is i don't pray for him to succeed i pray for his nefarious plans to to fail and and for him to have a change of heart because really that's what that's the entire lesson of the good thief repentance is always within our grasp salvation is always within our grasp we just have to choose it and i pray that someday he chooses it well, I pray for you and Chuck and Bill and some other folks we all know that, you know, that are on, on, on that particular team, that you guys aren't 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 unduly negatively impacted by this guy's decisions. So, yeah, I, I do hold you guys in my thoughts just about that. Well, and we do he's appreciate making, he's that. making it harder for you to to be to, to be faithful. Oh, absolutely. Well, not only to be faithful, he makes it harder for harder for us to spread the good news. You know, it's exactly. like, you know, dude, if you're not going to pull on the rope in the same direction, at least don't pull on it in the other direction. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So getting back to getting back to the elections, though, how do you propose we fix them running out the clock with regard to elections? What we have to do is be extremely militant, as militant as they are, but stay within the law. But we need to get people on the ground who will refuse to be to be told to leave okay 
and 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 make them call the cops on you and make sure that you have the lawyers with you so you can show the the legal stuff to to a cop that shows up and says sorry he's allowed to be here i'll and be no, honest no with cop, you no cop is going to go to jail for false arrest they're not going to do that on purpose. no no but they're not going to arrest him i'll be honest with you i was a poll watcher in massachusetts working for a friend of mine who was running for state rep and a bus with New Hampshire tags pulled into the parking lot and a whole bunch of people who were not the residents of the town in which I was watching the poll got off the bus and came in. There were like 35 or 40 of them and they let them vote. I challenged their ballots. I called the candidate and I was told, you know what? Don't it's 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 not worth the juice isn't worth the squeeze. And as well, long as we have attitudes like that. Exactly. As long as we have attitudes like that in the Republican Party, nothing is ever going to change. No, we got to we, we, we got to squeeze. We've got to make the effort. We have to have poll watchers there with cameras and backed up by attorneys in case in case like they did in Atlanta, where they told the people to leave. Well, now we're not going to leave, right. you know, or and you know, or told them to stay where they couldn't see what was being counted. No, we're not going to do that. And you have to make them threaten to arrest you. And then that's where you get the lawyers involved. And when that happens, they're not going to put themselves at risk. The bad guys aren't. So, but you have to have the numbers of people to do it. And it's a thankless job. Who wants to be there at 10 o'clock at night watching these right. guys? You know, right. but, but we need thousands of those people willing to go do that. We do. And that's why I constantly, it. yeah, that's why I constantly say now is not the time to throw up your hands in frustration. Now is the time to roll up your sleeves, get to work, be a poll watcher, be a precinct captain, be an election judge, whatever they call it in your area. Get involved in the process, get involved in signing people up. Scott Pressler is one of the most patriotic Americans we have. Scott faced significant health threats over the last couple of years. He was literally at death's door. We were afraid we were going to lose Scott. And he took a few months off to get his health back, but he has powered through and he's back out on the streets. Scott Pressler single-handedly has registered more voters for the Republican Party than the rest of the GOP combined. That's that that's that's great level of effort and we have to do that. But we also have to that's the registration part. We're actually doing fairly well. We're, uh, right. we're we're picking up we're picking up you know percentage in, in in a lot of states and a lot of blue states. But the hard thing that that it is to do because it requires lots of time is if there's going to be a drop box outside of a precinct where people can just walk up. That means you have to have Republican Monitor. workers watching it, and everybody that comes up to that drop box, you take their picture. Well, Mike, ATMs have had cameras since we've had ATMs in the mid 80s. That's right. And, and, and they've got and you have to put in a card in order to be able. You know, why don't we have cards that people can? Why don't we have ATM don't, voting don't machines? Up. You're running down the wrong road again. It's not about the how. The how for a, for a righteous system is easy. You have ID. You have to have same day voting only, except for people that are abroad on service. I agree. I agree. Not going to happen. Okay, I'm, I'm even going to be more willing. I'm even going to be more lenient than that because I know a lot of people in healthcare. The shifts they work, it is almost impossible for them, especially if they pull a double to get to the polls. I'm willing to have the Saturday before. We can have the Saturday before, and the votes are not counted, and then we can have election day. The problem with early voting is they count the votes before election day. You shouldn't be able to open your presents before Christmas, Mike. Prove me this wrong. This is true. 
This is true. But it's never been about the how, the mechanism. Same thing with the border. It's always been about the willingness to do something. And the bottom line is the Democrats don't want to do anything. And the Republicans just just lay down for them. We have to be willing to go the extra mile. Two of us stand out there and somebody is watching that Dropbox 24-7 and taking pictures of everybody that comes up, especially somebody that comes up with a carton full of stuff and puts it in there. Then you film the guy and then you get his name. That's why you do this. You intimidate them to stop them from breaking the law. I think you're exactly correct. And let's talk about the border after this break. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. <laughs> My baby's back from the West Coast. <laughs> Hear those pictures that you asked for for your school project? First day of school, cute as a button. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. Oh, here's Grandma Florence after that flood wiped out the whole neighborhood. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. Ah, those beans smell heavenly. <laughs> Give mom a little credit. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. Oh, great idea. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. I'm coming to share with you guys. Protect your legacy. Plan for natural disasters today. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan. We are for pets. We do anything for them because they do everything for us. We are for people, for those who love pets unconditionally. We are for good. From adoptions and veterinary care to disaster relief and fighting pet hunger, we stand together to create a better world for pets and families in need. We are PetSmart Charities. For pets, for people, for good. This is The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. So, Mike, they kicked the can down on stolen elections so that the statute of limitation will toll. What are they doing at the border with the illegal invasion that we are suffering? Well, here's how this is going to work. And I'll bet any hundred dollar or less bottle of hooch on this. Here's the way this is going to work. President Biden, through his direct, direct orders, have has allowed in at least five million illegal aliens into this country okay he has let them in the the, the number is more because that doesn't count the gotaway i was uh chatting with uh somebody in in homeland security and they say it's a minimum of 20 percent over that is gotaways right okay all right so the number i saw i saw a chart today that if you tally it together it's over 8 million so add another 20 percent to that we're talking 10 million people mike Okay, but, but yeah, let's go with that round number. And, if, and and it doesn't matter because the number after at the end of this discussion is going to be so big that even if it was only 5 million, it's still a huge number. So let's go right. with 10 million. So 10 million people come here illegally. Now, doing doing the math on this, and you can go to various sites to look this stuff up, and the numbers may vary. Mileage may vary, as they say. But your average illegal alien will cost the taxpayers right around a million dollars over his lifetime, okay? One million dollars. So if you take 10 million times one million, that's 10 trillion, if I've got the zeros right, correct? 10 trillion dollars. That is correct, 10 trillion dollars. 
All right. So $10 trillion. Our current total debt right now is 30 trillion ish. So basically, President Biden's illegal actions at the border have increased our debt, our national debt, by at least $10 trillion. Right, right away, if, not, if nothing else changes. And the Democrats, and the reason that that is, is, is almost guaranteed to happen is because what will happen here is, let's say we get uh, very, very fortunate and we elect an American as president in uh, 2024 instead of a communist. What will happen is, after a number of court cases and all kinds of brouhaha and fighting and lawfare by the American Civil Liberties Union, who always seems to manage to get standing on stuff that they shouldn't, um, we'll be able to start sending people home, illegal aliens home. And then what will happen is, well, a good number of those will have dropped illegal children in the United States who won't be citizens, by the way. They aren't. Um, they're not subject to the, the total jurisdiction of the U.S., but they will have children and then all of a sudden we'll say, well, we can't send them home because, you know, they will have had children. The kids are 10 years old, 12 years old. And by the time we get through messing with all this, well, this is the only place they've ever known. And so basically the Democrats have run out the clock and a 10, 10, 10 trillion dollar problem will become a 15 and 20 trillion dollar problem because we don't deal with it now. And that's the that's way they exactly do that. correct. And you're exactly right. That's what they're going to do. It's Mike, it's always for the children. And it's never for yeah, the, the children. children. It's always for the expansion of their own power and control over people. They, The real racism is in the Democrat Party. They expect all these people that have come here illegally to vote Democrat. That, that's why Ted Kennedy loosened the immigration laws in his 1966 bill. It's why... It's why the black and Hispanic community here are so exercised because the illegals are getting preferential treatment over them. Look, I love immigration. This isn't about immigration. Immigration, by definition, is a legal process. And it's not Correct. to benefit the immigrant. It's to benefit, it's to the, benefit country. the United States. That's so right. if the it's the, of any country, you know, if I if I go and swim across the river, and illegally or it's from you know when it freezes if i take a snowmobile across the river and enter canada illegally do you know what happens to me i have to pay up. a five thousand i have to pay a five thousand dollar fine if i cross the border into mexico illegally just ask sergeant tamarisi who this happened to i'll get locked up for eight years if i illegally cross the border into north korea do you know what happens to me i get shot dead all yep. I want is other nations' immigration laws, right? The if, if people, I'm more than happy to have everybody that can offer their talents and their hard work to the United States. Any benefit to the immigrant, and we believe there will be several, right? Because this is the greatest country on earth. Those are all ancillary to the benefit that they provide to the country. Their energy, their hard work, their innovation. It's not a social welfare program. Citizenship is a privilege, not a human right. Well, Ted, like you said, Ted Kennedy messed that up because prior to uh, to the line of the Senate, uh, who probably rode to Epstein's Island one one more times, uh, subject to to uh, the line of the Senate, our immigration program was based on what value a person would provide to these United States. And when instead right. we turned it into a lottery system for, for different countries. 
And it, that's just, it, it, it's damaging us. We're importing cultures that, uh, that don't like us. Uh, we're, we're importing, um, we're importing a, uh, a politico military, uh, hate group masquerading as a religion, as a religion that wants to destroy us, the Israelis and everybody else. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's nuts. And I, it is nuts. And I was so happy that Vivek called out Nikki Haley today. Nikki Haley is the stalking horse. She's the Democrat in this race, right? She's the one yes. that all the money is behind trying to prop up. Nikki Haley, I saw through Nikki Haley at CPAC of 2020. Here we have Donald Trump, the party standard bearer, running for re-election. And on opening night of CPAC, there's always a reception. And Nikki hosted the reception. And was it all about Donald Trump? No, it was all about Nikki. It was all purple and orange hats and orange and purple hats because Clemson University has orange and purple as their school colors. It was Nikki this and Nikki that, and Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. And Nikki got up and gave a speech. And in her speech, not once did she mention Donald Trump. She and Krispy Kreme are, are never Trumpers. They are the Jeb Bushes of this race. And yep. it's pathetic. And yet all the money is going behind her and they're trying to create this groundswell of inevitability behind her because look, I, and I was wrong. I, I agree. I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I mentioned with Brooke McGowan last night that three governors to keep an eye on are Andy Bashir in Kentucky, Maura Healy in Massachusetts and Roy Cooper in North Carolina. But I, I think Vivek's right. I think that the Democrat money and the big donor money because again, we've only had the illusion of choice, right? The Republicans we've gotten elected, except for Donald Trump, have been Democrats in disguise. They're, they both work for the same people and, and Trump didn't, and that's why they have to remove him from the ballot. Not because he's a threat to democracy, but that they they hate democratic elections. They don't want us to have the power to be able to reelect exactly him. Right. That's right, and at this point, um, you know, he is he is a huge threat to them because he's 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 going to come in and he's not going to be a political political naive at this time. This right. time around, he's going to know what, what what's what. And um, there's going to be a uh, what is it? The, the Saturday Night Massacre, you know, politically. Um, and speaking of uh, Vivek, um, I heard a piece uh, where one one of these leftist reporters, I'm sorry, redundant was uh, jacking on him about racism or whatever and he just smoked her like a like a cheap cigar so I exactly mean, he, he just all over he, he he threw the racism right back at her say you're the one that's racist it, it was awesome you should have heard it it was great oh i did hear it it was the washington post reporter and he said no i'm not that's gonna right. play your game she she kept hectoring him about will you condemn white supremacy and he goes i'm not gonna step into your trap i'm not gonna bend your the knee to your religion and he called her out on that and he said, I've got my own religion and I'm not going to bend my knee to your religion. And yeah, he he smoked her like a cheap cigar. We won't mention any brand names, but we can guarantee it's not one of the premium deploymentcigars.com or right of center cigars.com cigars. <laughs> or we won't mention that. But no, he was right. And one of the things that he is doing, Donald Trump's kind of started that trend a little bit, and Vivek is carrying it on, is yeah. uh is we got to call these people out. You stick it right back in your eye. No, you're the one that's a racist. I don't need to. I don't need to say certain words to please you. I know what it is. I'm all about. And here's what it is. And if you don't like it, stick it. And and that's what he did. And he was good. And that's what we right. need more of. And that will that will believe it or not. That will bring in union voters. These guys that are welders 
and and pilot yeah. fitters and all these guys used to you know oil rig guys guys used to doing manly stuff yeah they may be union but they are manly men they're not they don't exactly. want wimps in office well, as I mentioned to Tony Lyons the other night, my cousins ran the Democratic Party here in Syracuse. I worked for my cousin Tommy to help get him elected mayor because the Republican he was running against had been a Democrat right up until the filing and switched parties just to run against my cousins. Like, well, as long as we're going to have a Democrat, I'd rather have my cousin in office than, than that jaboni. And, well, sure. and I said, Tony, we used to say that we, we locked arms and politics stopped at water's edge and we went out into the world as Americans. That's no longer true. It used to be that Democrats would say, I might disagree with you what you have to say, but I'll defend with my life your right to say it. That's no longer true. They're trying to literally muzzle us. And now they're trying to take away our voting rights. And yet they accused Donald Trump of election interference. They accused true the vote of voter intimidation. Luckily, the court threw that case out this week. It's, it's really interesting. And people ask me, Tim, but why is Vivek running? And here's my theory. At first, I thought he was running to be Trump's vice president. And, and maybe that'll happen. I don't know. I don't think that's the reason he's still in this race. I think the reason he's still in this race is he is exposing the Never Trumper audience to Trump's talking points. If you look, Vivek is saying the same thing that Trump would say if Trump were on that stage, if Trump were in these interviews. He's exposing them to the America first agenda. He's red pilling them without them even realizing that that's what he's doing. I'd say that's a correct assessment. In fact, you know what you ought to do is knock me out 350 to 500 words on that. Okay, get it printed on AFNN.us. Look for it folks by the end of the week. All righty. Mike, we got a few, minute le few minutes left. What else is cooking in that marvelous brain of yours? Well, Aside from uh, the uh, the Democrats running out the clock, we're looking at a, a, at a couple other issues with, um, well, how to put this? A lot of it has to do with um, this um, this push to take down statues and and rewrite history. And um, I've got a, a team working on uh, on a on a um, on a three to four part uh, serial on on the uh on the civil war and and the things that kind of led up to it and yeah slavery is evil okay you can you can say that slavery is evil still believe that and understand that the whole civil war was not all about slavery and and i and i and i think what happens is when we do when we make it very simplistic like that yes it was about getting rid of that evil institution well the bottom line is though then when you do that is you're you're dirtying up a lot of people that were very honorable, uh, like Robert E. Lee and, and and some other folks. The other part that happens is when you start renaming military bases, naming Fort Bragg to Fort Liberty and Fort Benning to Fort Fort Hal Moore. And General Moore was an awesome guy. Don't get me wrong, but what you're doing is you're alienating generations of American soldiers that went through Fort Benning and for basic and went to Fort Bragg were part of the 82nd Airborne Division. And you're, you're just pushing them aside and you've, you, you, you've renamed the base. And well, where were you? I was at Fort Bragg. Where's that? I, I think that's the goal. I think that's the goal, Mike. I think it that's is exactly meant the goal. to, I think it's, it's to demoralize the old boys, but also it's to weaken the military financially. Think of the cost all the stationary, all the diplomas, all the everything, all the signage, all everything that needs to be changed when you have a base change. The most expensive thing a company can ever undergo is a rebranding. 
So if they have a new corporate logo, if they have a new corporate name, it's a very expensive undertaking. And I think that this is being done at all these bases all at the same time to force DOD to squander resources that would otherwise be used to rearm because our stockpiles of munitions are dangerously low after we've given away the house to Ukraine. I think that it's intended also not only to weaken our morale, but weaken us financially. Well, I've had discussions with flag officers and SES, senior executive services folks, you know, on, you know, the inclusion of women in combat arms and, and close combat units and soft and the same thing with the statues. Not one of them have been able to say how this is going to increase lethality, yep. sustainability. And I'm talking, you know, logistics, not tree hugging. Uh, right. Combat effectiveness, cost effectiveness, recruiting, morale, retention, deterrence, or any other metric by which we uh, assess our ability to kill people and break things in, in, in conjunction with National Command Authority directives. None of that and is the fact that it isn't shows that that's what their agenda is. Exactly. Exactly. And they can't point to any of that. In fact, I, nobody can point to how much how the military is better now that we took Robert E. Lee's picture out of the library at West Point. And the thing, can, that upsets me the, most, the thing that upsets me the most is the removal of the reconciliation statue at Arlington National Cemetery. That statue that they took down was literally about the country coming back together again and reuniting. You see, Mike, they have to keep us separated. They've destroyed professional sports. They're now destroying collegiate sports. They've destroyed the churches. They've destroyed the government institutions, the educational scouting. institutions. They've destroyed scouting. They've destroyed everything that brings us together as a people. Fourth of July parade, fireworks are environmentally racist, and the, everything that brings us together as Americans, leaving only behind that which divides us politically because it's an absolute divide and conquer strategy. It, it it is. And and, and 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 a lot of it is evil. And the evil people are taking advantage of the ignorance of, of, of a lot of people that don't know all the all the truth, because it's it's just easier to say, yeah, the Civil War, we, we did that to free the slaves. Really? Right. <laughs> so when Lincoln is on record as saying he wouldn't free a single slave if it would preserve the union in Lincoln's mind, it was all exactly. about preserving the union. And he wanted to, you know, he didn't like slavery. But here's the other thing, Mike. Slavery was not an uniquely American institution. There are over a million slaves being held in Muslim countries this very day. Where That's are these fact. people that are so exercised about American soldiers, even though they were on the Confederate side, that fought 150 years ago, 160 years ago, where are they speaking up for the Uyghurs, speaking up for the slaves that are being held in Muslim countries, speaking exactly. up for all the people sex trafficked in America here? Where are they on those issues? They're completely silent, which belies, which absent. belies, yeah, it belies their, I, their outrage on this phony issue. Mike, thanks so much. We're going to look for those articles on AFNN.us. Stay tuned for the Havorier Morris show here on today's News Talk. TNT. I'm Timothy Shea. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.